0: In April 1996, I was sent to Thailand to support the yearly military exercise known as Cobra Gold. If I had to guess, I'd say about 2,000 U.S. personnel from all military branches were also sent. Thailand was a lovely location to live. The people were welcoming, the cuisine was great, and there was so much to see and do. Unfortunately, the country's public health situation is a nightmare. Thailand has a tremendous number of sickness and germs. It was so terrible that the military's public health department recommended doxycycline as a prophylactic drug to everyone. I'm not really sure how I got the H. pylori germ. It's a tie between the ice in my glass of Pepsi and the sampler plate with 10 different types of meat. I'm not a gambler, but I'd bet $100 on the sampling platter from which I accidentally ate frog, snake, and dog flesh. To put it simply, dog meat tastes like a rough steak I began to get symptoms at the end of my tour in June. Does my neck look swollen to you? I asked my friend, Pick, who replied, Hell yeah! I was exhausted at first. I was so tired that I drank Pepsi almost all day for the caffeine. This chronic weariness lingered for several weeks, until I returned from Thailand in late June 1996. Every week after I returned from Thailand, my problems worsened. I was having stabbing stomach pains, a continual searing ache in my throat, and I was passing this bizarre orange jelly stuff. I realize it's a lot of information. Mallik was like coffee to me. I'd have the little Malux bottle in my back pocket like a flask of whiskey. I even drank it like Hennessy. I eventually began seeing the military doctor every two weeks for three months. He'd often tell me, "Your body's fighting something." Let us wait a bit longer to see what happens. Finally, he exclaimed, Look, you'd best be in the emergency room the next time I see you. I stopped going after hearing the same speech. I guess his words finally reached me. As a result, I waited for a massive symptom, like an extraterrestrial, to emerge from my stomach. My symptoms became more acute over time. I started having respiratory problems, such as wheezing and nasal flaring. I recall gasping for oxygen in a college English session on the base. It seemed as if I were breathing through a straw. I looked around at my classmates to check whether they were having trouble breathing. After class, I went home, lay down on my bed, and promptly fell asleep. The following day, October 25th, was my happy birthday eve day, as my birthday was the following day. October 26th. That day, I remember feeling tired and wheezing. Why am I concentrating on inhaling and exhaling today? I wondered. I recall gripping my chest owing to breathing difficulties. I laid in bed, gripping my chest, and promptly passed out. I felt my body float from the bed as soon as I lay down. I didn't think much of it because my body still felt heavy, as if I weighed 210 pounds. My body turned around to a bird's-eye view as I approached the bedroom ceiling. That's when I noticed my actual, unmoving body on the bed, holding its chest. My spiritual body descended from the ceiling and took a seat in front of the bed. The television was on the dresser behind me, and the volume was turned up high. Am I truly outside of my body? Please allow me to examine this television. I examined the vents on the side of the television. I put my ear to both side speakers and stood in front of the TV again to compare the sound levels. I was more interested in being in another realm than meeting heavenly people because I was a straight OG sinner who was drinking and partying. So I utilized my critical thinking and logical reasoning skills to determine whether or not this was true. What I did know at the time was that I was no longer in pain. After examining the television, I looked up to the ceiling and was astounded. The ceiling in the bedroom had collapsed. The ceiling was replaced with little dazzling stars from outer space. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. It felt as if the entire cosmos had been compressed into what appeared to be a star map on my ceiling. It was so dark in this vast space that it seemed to sparkle. I'd never seen anything so dark. The closest thing I can think of is the top of a black oven or stove or a flat-screen TV. The stars were little but dazzling, like white Christmas lights. The lights, however, were overpowered by the darkness of the room. I was staring at it for at least five minutes. I recall thinking to myself, I must be in another world. Since I knew, at that time, that no elements from the periodic table mattered. I turned around after staring at the ceiling and scrutinizing my television. That's when I noticed him. An angel, about 7 to 12 feet tall, stood in the corner of the room. He didn't gleam or glow like I expected, and he didn't have wings. However, due to his height and the white robe he wore, I realized he was an angel He was a tall, slim, elderly man with a beautifully groomed, finely edged beard. I'd say he resembled Christopher Lee's performance as Count Dooku, minus the lightsaber. I mumbled, This ain't going to be pretty. As soon as I saw him, since I knew I was headed straight to hell. We had a lengthy discussion after that, but our mouths did not move. We communicated telepathically. Despite being in spiritual form, I retained all of my five senses. I was thinking to myself, man, this TV is loud, while talking to him in front of the screen. Another fascinating fact is that even in the spiritual world, you remain the same person. Because I'm easily distracted or have squirrel experiences, I kept glancing at the ceiling while telepathically communicating with the angel. I even wanted to jump up and touch one of the stars as I would in real life. I don't recall what we talked about, but it had something to do with me being on the incorrect path to heaven. This is when I discovered this angel was more of a guide. After our chat, I flew over the house, far enough to notice that it lacked a roof. It appeared to be a toy house or a house from a movie set. Only the side walls were present. I looked around my well-lit living room. My wife was cooking in the kitchen. Another ball of light appeared six feet away from her. That's when I saw it wasn't a ball of light, but rather another angel in the kitchen with my wife. After hovering over my house, I remember flying through the air. If I had to guess, I'd say I was somewhere around 50,000 feet in the air. Boy was I flying. I recall flying over the Pacific water at night and how the waves had little reflections of light, similar to how the moon shines on the ocean. I was scared since I didn't know where I was headed. My spirit seemed to be tossed across the seas. I flew 6,000 miles from Guam to Los Angeles in about 10 seconds. I was so homesick because I knew I was distant from my body. I need to go back inside my body and start living right I thought. My entire dimensional worldview became spiritual after I moved to Los Angeles. I eventually admitted that I was either dead or dying. I recall being in an orange-yellowish room. The light wasn't particularly brilliant, yet it lighted the entire room. I understood right away that this was no ordinary light, but rather the presence of God in the room. The light seemed to come to life. A glass pane across the room separated the dimension I was in from life on Earth. Even now, it's difficult for me to talk about this experience because I was being assessed on my past and future behavior. It was demonstrated to me how powerful our words or deeds are. If you labeled someone obese 20 years ago, you will see and feel the behind the scenes of how your comments affected them throughout their life. My previous remarks caused someone to be depressed in the future, to the point where it altered the trajectory of their lives. Just think about it. Consider all of the children you probably tormented or bullied in primary school. Consider the fact that you were the person responsible for that child eventually misusing drugs or injuring himself or herself later in life. Sorry if this was too gloomy and graphic, but I wanted to show you how Judgment Day will be. I felt dreadful and ashamed after witnessing this judgment incident. I didn't sob or cry, but I did want to get away from that chamber and the light. Just take me straight to hell, I told it. After that, feeling guilty, I started down this path, believing it would lead to hell. I turned about halfway down that walk and said, and all I wanted to see was my birthday, which was the next day, I was hurled back over the Pacific Ocean and into my body. I wish I had a camera in my room because my body felt like it was bouncing off the bed. I was disoriented when I awoke. I had no idea where I was. I assumed I'd been evaluated somewhere else. My wife entered the room seconds later, singing Happy Birthday and brandishing a cake. When I looked at the time, it was precisely 12 a.m., On October 26, 1996, my 26th birthday. I returned to the hospital after about a day. God blessed me with another doctor who had just graduated from medical school. I recognized him as a second lieutenant. Let me run some tests to see what's in your blood, he said. That's when the Helicobacter pylori was discovered. He gave me Tagament and three months of antibiotics, and it took that long to get rid of it completely. Following my experience, I began attending church and reading the Bible. Most importantly, I became a loving being who loved everyone, regardless of race or economic class.